Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Today is the start of a very special series of episodes. Joining me from episode 34, it's Alexa from Hey Alexa, and she'll be sitting in joining me and my guests for a couple episodes um, just to try to try some new things out, give you another perspective. But on today's episode with me and Alexa, we have Maura G, and she's here to help us get our style and fit right. I like that. Me, that makes me sound so hip. <laughs> she's cool. She's valid. She's, uh, she's on the list. Call me that. Yeah. She's on the list. Yeah. Guys, we got on Maura G today. I like that. Um, just tell everybody about you, um, where you're from, where you're at. How'd you get to be the stylist we all know and love today? I think this is going to be super fun. We chatted a little bit before um, the recording started, or at least I thought so. Anyway, <laughs> it was really, it was so fun. It was really fun. Um, yes, my name is Maura, and I have two businesses. One is Wandering Parisian, and the other one is Dating with Style. I am a wardrobe stylist, and I've been doing this, oh gosh, probably since 2018. I started business um and before this i was uh, a professional in public health i worked on projects that had to do with health behavior research um, maternal and child research so what really got me going was kind of looking at how people access health care and how they thought about health care and how their behaviors were shaped around the environments that they came from people that they lived with and, and where they lived and, you know, basically their socioeconomic backgrounds and such. Um, I was a contractor for USAID for a while, um, through contracting agencies, but we did this globally too. Um, and so I love, above all else, I love the human behavior, the human experiment that we are all a part of. <laughs> um, and so, gosh, probably, yeah, I guess probably 2016, I'd really thought about if this was a profession that I want to continue to do, or is there a better calling for me in terms of, you know, creating a happy quotient of, uh, which really meant more creativity in my work. Um, so I like research, I like behavior, and I thought, how can I take what it is that I already love and do and really kind of put it around something that is much more personal, one-to-one, and creative. Um, since I've always loved clothes and styling, it was just sort of this amalgamation of, hey, why can't I be a personal wardrobe stylist? So that's how Wandering Parisian started. And then all around the same time, which is kind of interesting in and of itself that I changed careers, I also um, got, got divorced. <clears throat> oh. So, yeah, some people weren't on board with my new decisions. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you know, you just can't take everybody with you. It's fine. You need a universal clean slate at times, you know? Top yes, to bottom. Yes, you know? Exactly. I had a different flavor of Kool-Aid. Right. Listen, <laughs> you got rid of You're the spring off. fashion to get rid of the summer look. I get it. We all understand it. Right, right. It was, it was no longer in style mm-hmm. to have that. <laughs> Listen. Um, so then I started, uh, dating and I, you know, this relationship, this was a marriage of almost 20 years. So, wow. 
Yeah, it was uh, really shocking to get back into the dating scene. Um, I had never used online dating apps, didn't really know how they worked. Um, and it was really just kind of jumping in the deep end because my, my brother made me sign up for Tinder. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tinder. Yeah. Why that yeah. first? Uh-huh. Well, remember that thing about, like, having a council of people that you should have around you to give you <laughs> Yes. Yes. I, I think he gave you wise advice. Listen. What? Here's the thing. I believe that Tinder is a great jump off when you're trying to wet your feet. Simply because when you're in a relationship, as long as... Mora might have been there. There's a lot you have to catch up on, and yeah. Tim- okay, so that that is that is incredibly fair because there is you know from A to Z there you will find it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> fair. That is a very fair thing to say. Yeah. And let's and be I honest. I found it. I found A through Z. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. Back to A. Listen. <laughs> well, I um I have friends that actually did meet on Tinder. I just I've tried it. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. The people just aren't. I don't know. But whoa, 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 whoa. People in my age bracket um, that are on Tinder, you know, there's something going on with them. I would say, I, you know, I don't mean to be like be pointing fingers, but uh. here's the thing. I agree. I'll say about Tinder. Tinder has gone through phases. OG mm-hmm. Tinder is not the same as Tinder today. So it depends when you hopped on Tinder. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, and there's also a certain thing, like some of the divorcees that I've matched with on Tinder, they are not looking to recommit right now. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. I've been out of the game for a little time. Let's <clears throat> let's just, uh, how can I put this delicately? You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, sometimes the, the, the house needs a little cleaning, you know, you got to do some dusting, you got to do some mopping and sweeping. Gotta get out there, yeah. you know, spring cleaning. Yeah. And you know, it's fine. And in fact, I think I you know, I I'll, I will admit when I first got out there, one, I was scared absolutely shitless. But two, the last thing I wanted was was to jump back into something. Like you say, like I had so much I had to catch up on. Right. Um, I just you know, I just wanted to meet people. Like I didn't, you know, I had no I I had no emotional capacity um to to deal with anybody and, and their stuff yeah you know, I, uh, yeah yeah and so yeah that's where i was but imagine yeah. if you would have hopped on a hinge right away like that's all about like connecting yeah. and like deepening bonds and like getting off the app to like date mm-hmm. once again that's mm-hmm. not what you that's not what i don't think that's what she needed at the time so once again her brother gave her semi-sage advice and was like hey younger brother what? you had been <laughs> yeah sagism doesn't have anything to do with age you know you could be a wise soul <laughs> at at 10 or at like 93 who knows <laughs> i'm not gonna give him all yeah, credit because he's probably had some questionable calls but in that moment I, I i'm on board with it can i ask when this was like when this prior to covid or is this kind of around covid so this was two when I when I got on Tinder. You mean? Yeah, that was two thousand eighteen. Okay. Um. Anyway, actually, I think to the first question, um, like about 
dating with style, it, it became <clears throat> absolutely apparent to me that there was a dearth of help out there for people that were on these dating apps and trying to put what they may think is their best foot forward. Because it clearly was not. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I it is tough out here. Let me let me just set up the stage sort of emotionally where I was. I was emotionally void of taking on somebody else, but it was also incredibly fragile at that time, you know, like you are vulnerable because you don't know what you are doing and you are literally putting yourself out there on an app, not knowing anything, you know, and, and you're older, right? Like there's a certain level of responsibility that you're supposed to have and, you know, for yourself and because, you know, I'm a parent, you know, I have family. So there's just a lot, um, there's a lot of anxiety that kind of goes with this. And so, you know, one thing I thought that I could do was, um, was that I could help people, um, you know, be put together, you know, like have go-to outfits that they know that they look good. Because when you look good and you put that out, that energy out there, you know, it makes a world of difference. You can, you right. can show up for your dates as a normal person that's, you know, not sort of fidgety and, and everything. You know, at least you got that nailed down, right? right? Um and so I, you know, I can help people do that, and and I enjoy doing that. And there was a need, so that's how it all started. <laughs> I I agree. So often, I see people on dates, and it's like they dress as if they've been together like for ages, or they just don't care. I was like, yeah. unless you're going to an actual sporting event, I don't want to see you in a jersey. Yeah. I feel like that's I fair. Once and it was a nice restaurant, um, Lebanese Taverna. No, it was Atinas. I was at Atinas. Really nice restaurant. And I look over and I see a woman in Birkenstocks. <clears throat> and I, you know, kind of was a little surprised. And then I look over at partner's feet, and he too has the exact same pair of Birkenstocks. <laughs> They were comfortable. <laughs> totally comfortable. And they may, maybe were 24. Really? They were just in their bubble. They were they were doing their thing. Well, I wonder, like, does that mean they were probably together then or dating? Oh, yeah. I it, it probably wasn't like a first date, at least. Right. Right. Yeah. This this definitely was very, very much a couple. A couple. That's yeah. cute, though. They're matching Birkenstock. I know. I, I almost was like, oh, my God. And then I looked at him. I was like, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> listen, they knew they were no, going to go home and just be cozy <laughs> when they got off. So, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. efficient. However, exactly. I like to treat every date as if it's a first date, no matter how long we've been going out, you know? Amen. I like that. Amen. And the reason I say that and the reason I do that is because you hear about people becoming stagnant or like losing spontaneity. Mm -hmm. Well, if everything's the first date, you know, I was like, we're constantly changing. So the you I asked out two years ago isn't the same you I'm dating now. So like, I should get to know this new person, you know? So each time, what can I I say? I'm a romantic. Well, one thing, you know, actually, 
I think one thing you bring up is, is a very important, if not the most important lesson that I took away from my relationship was that no matter who you are as a human being, you are going to change and you should change and your relationship should allow you to change. And when a relationship doesn't allow you to change, then that's not a healthy relationship because it's 100% natural and healthy to change. But I think what happens is us as humans, we like to be very comfortable in what we know. Change is difficult. And if something that we can, you know, hold a candlestick to, I know this person, if they start changing, that means, oh my, that's a threat. You know, oh my God, maybe I have to change. Or, you know, it's just relationships evolve yeah. and should. Um, and that's, that's, if anybody walks away from this podcast, you heard it. You heard it here first. Um, change is good. Embrace it. Yes. Because if you don't. So I have to ask. I didn't ask. Two, one. Are you still single? Are you still in the dating world, or have you found something? Found a partner right now? I am currently partnered um, of six months, which is the longest relationship I've had since um, my marriage. Guys, you were you were a day late, a dollar short. Sorry, she's off the market. Uh, <laughs> listen, you want a nice woman who knows what she wants and dresses like dresses to the top to the tens. Data, data, um, a wardrobe stylist. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> but that's good. Uh, so, in all, you were kind of in the dating space for what five, five years, six years. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I um, I think throughout, I tr- and I wasn't always successful, but I think throughout that time, I would say that I would, re- I really tried to be honest with myself and what I was looking for. And again, I, I wasn't always, um, you know, always hit that mark. But um, you know, in the beginning, I just, just wanted to get out there, you know, yeah. and. I say, I used to say I was emotionally stunted at that point, and I think there I think there was a lot of truth to that. <laughs> I was just stunted. Yeah. Um, but then probably after three three and a half years, I was like, all right, you know, let's see if we can't make something stick. Um, in the beginning, you know, I just I actually just wanted to have sort of arrangements, you know, um, as, as I call them. Right. Um, I really didn't want a relationship. I just wanted a consistent arrangement. And it was funny because, you know, I found that guys were sort of on board and then they were like, hey, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> being used. Um, and it was, it was, it was interesting for me to experience that because it was like, you know, I'm a right going in America. And of course I want this. Oh, wait, no str- Things attached is great. And then it was kind of like, well, well, well wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Maybe I do. So we talk about this all the time. Building your roster. A you have to be you have to be straightforward from the start and, and be like, I'm not look I'm not looking to commit. You're not the only person I'm seeing. Here's what we are. And some people really are like both men and women are receptive to it, receptive to it. But the other thing I heard in a podcast was women are quicker to know if they are, if they're into a person or their, their partner, um, where guys, um, all of a sudden they like, 
Like women are like a dimmer switch, but guys are all of a sudden like just like a regular light switch. Like it'll mm-hmm. take time and like it'll just be brighter in the room with women. However, all of a sudden one day, like out of nowhere, flick, guys are like, wow, I actually really like this woman. And part of that um, is the physicality. Like, so I say this, a guy will hang out for something that's like good and consistent. Um, yeah. If he is getting everything he needs and then like one day he'll be like oh my gosh like I actually like this person not like mm-hmm. like nothing could have changed in like the last like couple weeks or months but he's like wait mm-hmm. we get along we f- are physically compatible mm-hmm. they make me laugh mm-hmm. what what why am I not locking this down and she loves bacon as much as I do yeah <laughs> listen it's the little things, you know? I was like, oh my gosh. Like, we're like we're both lazy. Oh, thank <laughs> the heavens. I don't have to pretend to, like, want to go to the gym at 6 a.m. anymore. Oh. I was like, yes, this is this is now my person. That you We are now one. Sometimes I notice in women, they can be like, no, like, I saw all this, like, forever ago. Like, you're just not catchy on. I'm kind of, like, over it. Or, like, I've sectioned, sectioned you off to this place. And I was like, listen. You have to, guys, we have to do a better job at reading the room and anticipating. Because if we're just walking around clueless and all of a sudden we're like, Eureka, that idea could have already been snatched up and trademarked and patented by somebody else. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's the thing, though, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this. Let's take your same scenario. So the woman sort of knows and the guy is like, you know, just kind of going along. Um, if it's worth it, if then she'll hang around and wait for him to kind of catch up. Yes. Because here's the thing. If a woman feels something, like if she feels this person loves me, they haven't told me, but this person loves me and she feels loved. She feels cared for. She feels happy. I mean, come on the basics, right? Yeah. Um, you don't need to hear it all. You know, you don't need to, you know, that it'll, it, it will happen. It will come. Right. It doesn't come at the time that you want. And I think we, as humans, you know, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, you know, I'm ready. How come I, you know, it's, it's like, no, 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 no. Just let it be. Let it be. Cause it's, it's good. Just let it be. But I feel um, like that's always a tightrope between, you yeah. know, piss or get off the pot or, just hang on. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, I, I think, you know, if it's been like a year, two years, and he hasn't said that, or you know what I mean, then are you really feeling what you're feeling, or are you just unfulfilled, and you are trying to make, you know, something out of not what it is? Exactly. Because um, <laughs> we do guys, that too. Dating is not easy. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Um, no, I, okay. Now that I've uh, I've I've uh, poked the bear where I wanted to, we'll get back on top. I like you guys are like I thought we were talking about like fashion and like wardrobe and stuff. <laughs> you know how it is here. We get a little sidetracked, okay? Um, you know, well, fine. I'll just I'll we'll we'll put we'll tell you to listen backwards, you know, and then you'll get what you want. We'll talk about some fashion stuff now. Um, so, do you remember that first date that you went on? 
I'm going to ask you, okay, I'm going to ask you to remember two first dates. They're, they were a while ago, but I'm going to ask you to try to remember two. Do you remember the first date you went on after your, diver- you, after your divorce? Yeah. How was that different than the first date with your first partner in your first marriage? Oh, my God, light years. In the positive like, or negative direction, that's the question. Uh, we're not even in the same solar system. <laughs> <laughs> so my my former partner, um, I met him at grad school, and he had just gotten got back from Peace Corps, and he had on a homemade shirt, button down shirt. Yeah. Oh. And a pair of Rasta colored uh, jelly shoes on, size 12. And I was like, who is this? (laughs) Oh, man. What planet are you from? And I just, I had to get to know him because he just, I like everything in me. He was like, this is such a, you know, an interesting person. And um, I was also at, um, so I went to school for international training. So everybody was from some somewhere. And I thought he was an exchange student. <laughs> but I still thought it was super interesting. And we made each other laugh. And um, so it wasn't like a date per se, but that's how I met him. Right. right? So, you know. Um, and then the date, the first date that I went on after uh, the separation, uh, you know, I just. So embarrassing. It's just so embarrassing. <laughs> oh. Well, that makes us want to hear it even more. Ah. Well, he had a nice face. Like, he, he was good looking, but he did smile. And I thought that was so weird. Well, come to find out when he did smile, he didn't have top teeth. <laughs> like, none? Or just like. Like, none. Oh. I mean, oh. Like. Yeah. I would. I probably wouldn't smile as much either. Like, then you look I, like that creepy uncle, you know? Yeah. I. You know, obviously, there's a story there. There, there was something, and I. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. Question one would be like, why have we not gotten dentures? <laughs> like, was he a younger? Like, was he like? I don't yeah. care what age you are. Like, why? Like, unless you were like in your sixties or above, and you just have committed to like no teeth anymore why why did you not why has that not been fixed did that happen yesterday like i don't know <laughs> i didn't ask maybe it did oh my god like guys you, you what do you mean you didn't ask i mean i was so shocked and it was like okay i, I can't I, I i can't i can't ask it's like you know don't look at the mole 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 <laughs> I like I see here's here's okay. So here's what I've learned. People love conversing about like things that happened to them. So unless it was like something like they couldn't control. So like the mall is like you can't control that. You obviously leave that alone. But I could be like, oh, I mean like, well tell me what happened here, you know? I was like that that could have been a really good conversation piece. And then who knows, you would have yeah, got that you bottom that bottom chin grin, you know? Coming food. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like 
Um, if he was trying to hide it so so much that he probably did not, in fact, want to talk about it. Um, the fact that I didn't see it, and but like he, but he had a dating profile. Like, was it not? Like, did he not smile in that either? He did not, and you know because now, okay. So now, when I look at dating profiles, there are certain things that I look at in sort of the description. And in the pictures. All right, give them that, to us. We got to know. What are we looking for? What do we need to look for? Okay. All right. Um, if every picture... So we all want to look like we're fun, right? But if every picture that somebody posts has them with a drink, if that's more than the social drinker, that's the social drinker seven days a week. Hmm. Like... That's heavy drinking. And I dated quite a few alcoholics through this new process of mine and dating. Yes. And tell you that um, looking back, it was like, that was that was kind of a red flag that I never picked up on. I was like, oh, they're fine. So am I. I love to drink. But you do. But then it was like, well, you know, we'd go out for the first couple of times and have drinks and maybe we'd probably drink too much, you know, whatever. Um, that was episodic for me. That was normative behavior for them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so that was a tip off for me. And I, and I can see that I, I, I do the same in like pictures. Um, like how many gym selfies do you post? I was like, I don't know no. if this will work out because, um, you seem like you spend hours and hours in the gym and I spend hour yeah. in, the, in the gym. No. No, all right. right. But again, if they're if they're looking for somebody that has that level of, of enthusiasm, you know, they are putting themselves out there in terms of like this is what I am, right. and I want that back. So there is something to be said for that. Um, but you know, just sort of words of the wise in terms of like people that may um, have some drinking problems. That for me was like, yep, <laughs> should have saw that. Yep, like they didn't. They literally didn't hide it from you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was on me. That's on me. Totally. Okay. So getting back into your business um, with uh, dating with style, how has the pandemic changed how you've started working with clients or has it changed how you work with your clients? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for the first few months, you know, I, I, I really didn't work with, anybody because people just were not sure what they were doing. Um, and then when it became pretty clear that this was a semi-permanent uh, situation that we were in and Zoom dating was a thing with the eventual meet, then yeah, you know, things started picking up, sure. Um, so I started working with people virtually. And it's really, it's not that hard. You know, I, I personally... You know, there's pluses and minuses to it. You know, I think you can still connect with people because at the end of the day, as a stylist and anybody that does personal um, services with, with, with clients, you have to build a rapport. You have to build that connection. You have to be open and present and listening to what it is that they want and need um, from you. And you can still do that on Zoom still do that you know i can still look at their clothes and and work um with them i'm putting outfits together and what should stay in the closet and what should not stay in the closet um you know we can still do that i like being in person 
you know, that's just me. But virtually has worked really well, actually, I gotta say. Has it like expanded your clientele any? Because like now you see, like you said, um, doing it via Zoom, now you might have access to a couple more people than you did yeah. when it was just in person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously in person, um, it would just be in my area, the, the uh, DC, Virginia, Maryland area. Because I, w- I would go in, in what we call the DMV here. Um, but virtually, I was, you know, I was working with people outside of the DMV, and I, and which is nice. It's good. I like doing it. Well, good. Um, I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, having a stylist is something, even if you don't like, it's not a weekly thing or like monthly thing, even just like every so often, just checking in and just doing little mm-hmm. updates or touch up, touch ups on your attire is a great move because like I said, right. we're constantly evolving as people and getting into new situations. So when you go from student to young professional and young professional to like maybe like a first date or, you know, first date to first day in the office. Yeah. You know, there are so many different outfits or like codes, uh, like dress uh, kind of dress rules that mm-hmm. we have that you need to learn about. Um, like you shouldn't be wearing, I'm not saying shouldn't uh, do whatever you want. But typically, you don't wear the same thing you do when you're in school as you do once you're actually in your career. Right, right. You want to be perceived in a certain way. And you want to, you know, you kind of want to step it up because now you want to look a little bit more professional. You know, you want people to take you seriously. You want to feel in that position, right? You want to feel like you are a professional. And part of that is you know, styling yourself in a way that makes you feel that way. Yeah, looking the part, yeah. And looking the part, exactly. And, you know, what was that saying? You should dress um, for the position that you want to have, not necessarily the one that you currently have. Exactly. But I will say this, and I haven't haven't touched on this, but um, it's important to say that I think, number one, people, people do have style, even though they'll tell you all day long they don't. Um, they do have style because they know what they like and they see it and they, 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 they like, you know, they can make a decision around what it is that they, um, like and what they don't like. I think the issue is that, um, that translation of, I like this, um, style, I, you know, this outfit, right. But I don't know how to wear that. I don't know how to put that together for me. And part of that is body type. Part of that is where to shop. We're just like, you know, people hate shopping. You know, they hate actually doing it. But they know when they see something that they like. Yeah. That's the part. Because I can work with that. Um, and everybody, everybody has that, you know. I do. I, I, I get it. Um, not everybody understands your style. But like you said, if it's something you're comfortable in and you like to wear, sometimes how you own it makes the difference. Totally. Absolutely. As far as first dates go. As a guy, what's something you're hoping to see from us on a first date? Um, now, you probably have heard this before, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, well, actually, I'm going to say, I'm say two things. Number one, your clothes should fit. Ill-fitting clothes will make you look bigger than or smaller than you are. And it, it tells your date that 
you care enough to put yourself together. The second thing I'll say is shoes. Women will look at your shoes. I don't know if you've heard that. Have you heard that before? I've heard it. I've heard it. It's true. It's true. When you show up, like you may have a great outfit, right? but if your shoes don't look like you have cleaned them or they're super old and falling apart or, you know, that's not a good look. You know, shoes are part of the outfit. So you want to take care to take care of your shoes. I mean, that, that that's part of um, looking put together and that you care because I guarantee you if, if you're going out on a date with a woman, she will have taken the time and maybe some money to put herself together to look good. Um, and the least the date can do is do the same. I agree. I see nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to say never, but it's, it's really rare for me to immediately leave work and then go on a date. I feel I, I always have to stop home. Even if I don't necessarily change my entire outfit, I have to put on like either like a dress boot or just like a different pair of shoes, like a cleaner pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know people look at that. I know women look at that. Yes. Same it's with true. the belt. Like every date, you will catch me with a belt, a belt, and mm-hmm. then shoes to match. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never gonna do brown belt and black shoes. Um, right. You just those little accents they make a difference. Right. Right. Now, um, here's a question I feel like might get dropped. That's, okay. That's that's the first date. On a second date. Are we still looking at the same thing? Um, I think we are looking at the same thing and with maybe even more intent because, um, you know, the first day you, you assume that people are really trying, hope is. The second day it is like, oh, okay, this is, this is how, this is, this is his style. This is his sort of norm. You know, it's not, you know, just the one outfit, right? Right. The first, it's like, oh no, he's got like, He's got style. He really, you know, knows what looks good on him, which again, I think is super important. You have to know what works for you and your body type. It's not, it's not the same for everybody. Um, so yeah, I would say the second date even more, <laughs> frankly. All right, guys, you heard it here. Consistency. Uh, you you got to stay present. You can't, like you said, you can't just have be one and done. You can't just have yeah. that one outfit. You need a couple. Um, Especially in the early days, um, for me, like I really pay attention. Like dates one, two, and four. Oh, interesting. Four. Yeah. Um, okay. What's your theory? Just because first date, you always have to make the impression. Second yeah. date, I agree. It's about consistency. They're like, okay, this is his style. Third date, for me, it's very flexible. What that could be. So sometimes that's like our lazy date. And I was like, I want to see what you're like on a lazy day. So it's either we're having like a cooking date or we're going to do, mm-hmm. do something out in like nature. So like I can understand if you're not super, super dressy. Right. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. date four, we're back at it probably. You know, going out somewhere, maybe dancing or. Yeah. Because yeah. for the most part, I try not to do dates on the weekends. Yeah. I'll save that for like date four. The first couple of dates are like daytime or like week time dates. 
That way, like, you're going to, oh, we don't don't have a lot of time, so there's shorter, less time for you to fumble the ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, if there's sort of shorter, like, happy hour or coffee dates or something like that, you know, it's like you you still want to show up looking nice and put put together for sure, but it's not like it's, um, you know, you're going out for a nice dinner and the expectation is that he has a nice blazer, you know. Um, Yeah. And then... Go ahead. Women, you know, women, women also have sort of blind spots too. So, you know, I, I know this may sound like we're kind of beating up on guys here. <laughs> Dude, I'm all but for women, it. Like that tough love. Sure. We need it. <laughs> Maura, thanks. Thanks for that today. Um, I know at least I'm going to probably go out and buy like another pair of shoes, um, some accents so I can have a consistent wardrobe uh, if we take nothing else away from this. Uh, yes. But before we go, you already know what time it is, guys. We're going to hit her with the quickie questions. Um, it's mm. really simple. Just five questions. They get a little yeah. more uh, thought stimulating as we go. Just so we get to okay. know who you are as a person. Okay. Okay? Um, okay. Since you're partner now, I'm going to ask you this specifically about your partner. What was okay. a green flag that you noticed? Oh, um, he didn't seem to get ruffled by, by, by anything. Like everything was just like, yeah, just, he has just this really nice calmness about him. I like that. He's like that goose, you know, swimming on the lake. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You know, um, okay. I I can be a little emotional. I can be a little up and down. Listen, I like that. That's a new one for us. Um, were there any... We, I'm not going to say red flags because you still wouldn't be with them after six months or you're still filling right. it out. Um, but was there anything when you guys first started seeing each other that you're like, I'm not quite sure about this? Yes. Are you going to tell us? Or was, is that... No, I mean, it was, it was what he was wearing, to be honest. <laughs> I, get, like, I get it. Nobody wants to date a slob. Or nobody wants no, to work. He wasn't, he wasn't slobby. Yeah. It kind of looked like a dad, right? Like it was, that's a, that's a thing. That is that is that's a, that's a thing. Oh, polo soft collar shirt, untucked. Oh, okay, okay. The jeans were good, but um, which was which is like amazing because you know, um, yeah, it it was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Okay, um, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about uh, sexual relationships, what would that be? Sexual relationships? Sex or relationships. Oh, sex or relationships. Yeah. Um, trust your gut. Key, super key. Um, trust your gut. Your body knows. No. Let's see. I think we are so used to making excuses um, for things that our gut is telling us, and yeah, I don't know why we do that, but um, trust your gut. You know, you know, you know. What's one thing that you think you can do better as as a partner? Uh, probably communicate better before I get pissed off. <laughs> we say this every week. It seems like communication is the start and end of any relationship. So. Uh-huh. Well, could, you know, and to your point about, you know, not being taught things, nobody tells you how to be a really good communicator. 
nobody tells you how to handle anger or or fear or those emotions that are that are sort of the big emotions that other than happy it's like well okay everybody can do happy but how do you do fear and anxiety and you know i disagree i think you kind of talked about it earlier where you're like if people treated their relationships like like they like it was a relationship with their client Mm-hmm. you you know in business that you can't just go off the rails i was like we yeah. have these we have these tools but we don't always necessarily blend them with every aspect of our life so right. and like sometimes my like significant others will get on get on me because they're like why are you being so formal or like why is this like like come on feel something it's like it's not that i don't feel it but i'm treating this like it's a relationship i want to maintain and so in order to do that, sometimes you have to be a peacekeeper or sometimes we both can't be hyper emotional. Yeah. 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 And giving each other space for that too. You know? Before I let you go, that's all the questions I have. Well, technically okay. the last question I have is where can we find you if we need to just update our wardrobe or we just want to see what's going on with Mora? Yeah. So I've got two um, Instagram um, accounts. One is the Wandering Parisian, and the other one is Dating with Style Club. And um, I kind of have a little freebie here called uh, Six Style Struggles When Dating and Easy to Do Remedies. So this goes with um, if you have an online dating profile and you want to look a little bit better in those pictures um i have this little guide to kind of help you with that and um if any of your listeners want to dm me on instagram i would be more than happy to send it out or if they want to um chat about getting some services that would be great too um yeah just reach out and direct message me all right Guys, we will see you next Thursday for the next episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. I'm not even going to say hopefully. I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to DM Mora because I've I've seen some of these uh, dudes' uh, dating profiles, and they definitely need the help. If not from me, <laughs> get it from, like, the OG professional herself. Um, guys, just like I said, I'll see you guys next Thursday. Uh, don't forget to check out me and Laura's social media um, for any questions, tips, all that other good stuff.